Checo should obviously be named the next Minister of Defense for Mexico because his defense, not only this race, but the whole season was amazing. Abu Dhabi, 2021, crowned Max Verstappen his first ever championship. Let's just talk about what a crazy race this was between him and Lewis. So the first time since 1974 where two teams are equal on points. Honestly, I was not expecting this outcome. Lewis made an amazing start. He literally left Max in the dust as they got off the line. Red Bull this whole season has been struggling getting off the line. And Max has complained in previous races. Uh, he complained about it in Brazil. And it just, it's always been a problem. Don't know why, don't know the reason. But anyways, the race was an amazing and it was really fun to watch. Great way to end the season off, too. Lewis goes off with a great start. And, uh, you know, everyone's going neck and neck. But right off the start, Lewis gives a pretty good gap between him and Max. And, you know, Max is starting to catch him. As they go into uh, turn nine, Max overtakes. But it pushes uh, Lewis a little bit off the, the track and off the line. And so Lewis, he cuts through the, through the side and goes away. Immediately, Max gets on the radio. He needs to give that position back. But uh, it was quite a delay between the FIA giving a uh, statement saying, hey, you know, Mercedes, you need to give that position back to Max. But um, who knows what happened? Stewards came in and finally said no investigation needed between the turn nine overtake with Max and Lewis. Mercedes said that they were happy with the pace that Lewis gave back to Max. So there was no advantage taken through that up uh, through the overtake you know the race goes on there's a gap that gets involved and uh max pits pretty early because i mean he did start on the soft tires it was around lap 14 where he uh he pitted since checo stayed out he was stuck on the soft tires he was p1 at the moment and he's left to fight hamilton fights hamilton for a good crazy two laps Checo should obviously be named the next Minister of Defense for Mexico because his defense, not only this race, but the whole season was amazing. They fought from lap 20 to 2021. Lewis gets on the mic, say, this is some crazy, this is a dangerous racing going on. I, I don't understand what was so dangerous about it. You know, it's racing. Defend like a lion, as they say. But uh, there was, you know, there was no close contact, nothing going on. It was just, just normal. Normal racing, at least to me, compared to how uh, Max defends. But uh, he holds Lewis for a lap. And uh, as he's, when he starts to hold him from lap 20, there's about an eight and a half second gap between Hamilton and Max. And uh, throughout these two laps, Checo's holding him off so well that it brings the gap down to a second. As Checo is defending and everything... He's, you know, him and Lewis are going back and forth using DRS within that lap. Checo overtakes him at one point. Uh, Lewis comes around, grabs him again. Lewis comes on on the inside and grabs him. In the last battle of lap 21, uh, Checo gives DRS to Max. Checo gets out the way of Max, and immediately Max gets on the mic. Checo is what a legend. And yes, Checo has been the um, most amazing team player this whole season. So lap 26, Kimi's brakes fell, which is such a sad way to end the season. It's very, very, very sad. You know, Kimi's been racing for F1 for nearly, I want to say, 20 years. 
It's just a sad way for his last race to end with his brakes just not working right. And uh, his engineers are like, okay, Kimmy, come in the box. We will uh, change your front wing and also uh, take a look at the brakes. Kimmy argues with him saying, what's the point? We're a lap down. He hates to be this way, but I mean, you have to you have to stop it at one point. Engineers agree with Kimmy, and after that, Kimmy did not finish the race. Meanwhile, right after Kimmy goes off on lap 27, George Russell loses complete drive in his car. Immediately gets on the radio. He's like, "I lost drive. Something's not right. The power unit just failed." Which is very sad. Meanwhile, the race is you know it's going its way. There's a lot of uh, good races in the in the midfield between Alonso, Ocon, Ricardo, all of them. Lap 36, Gio has a problem with his car. He could have done a better job of pulling off to the side, so that way they could easily pull the his uh, his car out of the way. But pulls off, and then a virtual safety car comes. Toto immediately complains, saying there's no reason for the virtual safety car, but. It's just, it's, you know, Mercedes is trying to, you know, influence the FIA, as people have been saying this whole season. Lap 37-38, Max Pitts, uh, Checo follows immediately. They both get the fresh hards. Lewis stays out. By this point, Hamilton's in the lead. It's Hamilton, Max, and Checo. Between Max and Hamilton, there's a 17-second gap. By this point, you know, lap 38, I'm... Already thinking, okay, well, Lewis is going to win the race. I I was just like, you know what? I'm neutral. Lewis deserves it. Lewis is going to beat Michael Schumacher's record for the most world titles, which is, in itself is an amazing accomplishment. But, you know, I would like to Max to win. Max deserves it as well after the tough season and hard racing that they both had this year. Lap 40, Lewis is... Uh, he gets on the radio, he's like, I'm not going to be able to keep this pace on these tires, guys. You need to work with me here. There's, I need a pit. But obviously, uh, his engineers immediately is like, no, you, we have to last off these hard tires. We cannot lose our advantage that we have above Max. And I agree with them. Anything can happen this last race. Lewis, although he will still be a little bit ahead, it's just it's not worth the risk especially when they're both equal at points. Lap 53 is one of the most craziest things. Was not expecting this. I was in my bed already accepting the fact that Lewis is going to be the eight-time world champion. And I thought to myself, how crazy would it be if there just happened to be a safety car? But that's not going to happen. Everyone's just driving. Little do we know, Mick Schumacher, Nicholas Latifi are battling it out. And people just, they ignore the fact of like the mid teams and then the back teams, how they fight for position. Because as people say, no one cares about who's fighting at the back. Everyone wants to know about the front. Mick Schumacher, he's had a tough year with Haas. I mean, after all, Haas didn't really develop a car for this year. They wanted to save all their money for the 2022 with the new regulations a new car everything but mick he's been a good he's been a good driver he's understanding what he's going he understands that it takes practice to become who he wants to be after all he does want to follow his father michael schumacher's footsteps 
So as they're battling out within the last corners, uh, they're going neck and neck. Latifi complains that, oh, Mick is pushing me off the track. But I don't believe he pushed him off the track at all. But as they're going into the last turns, uh, Latifi, as he's fighting Mick, he goes onto the dirty part, the dirty line of the track, and he immediately loses grip. Back end washes out on him, goes straight into the wall at turn 14. And immediately, I jump out of bed and I scream. Full safety car. As soon as I said that, I was like, wait, I cannot be excited. There's five laps to go. Knowing the FIA, they will not throw a safety car. They are going to red flag the race. And we're going to end off on such a terrible season ender. And I do not, I did not want to see the race end like that. It's not fun. But, you know, this is Formula One. Anything can happen. Full safety car comes in. Immediately get on the radio for Max. Box, box, box. He comes in. Fresh soft tires as well as Perez. Perez comes in. Also switches out his tires. One thing I do not understand is why did they not box Lewis? Yes, if they would have boxed him, he could have lost position. Well, he would have lost position with Max. But if no one knew how long it would take to bring in Latifi's car, clear off the track of the debris and everything. Personally, I believe that they should have boxed Lewis. Yes, he didn't have any soft tires, but still, to have fresh medium tires and to be able to defend Max if the safety car was to come in and they had a lap to go. That's way better than trying to fight with very old hard tires. Immediately, Lewis is, why can I box? And they're like, no, we can't. And they reiterate to him, we cannot do this. We do not want to risk the our advantage that we have with Max. And lap 56, literally panic going on. FIA rules that there will be no unlapping, which is weird because usually under a safety car, the mid, the cars that have been lapped are allowed to unlap themselves. And Christian Horner gets on the radio and asks Michael, why? Michael Massey, the race director, asks, why are these teams not, why are these racers not allowed to unlap themselves? And Michael immediately gets on the radio and says, Christian, let me handle everything. And we, I thought that that was it. Because there was no way Max was going to pass the five cars in front of him. And the five people that were in front of him were Lando Norris, Esteban, Alonso, Leclerc, and Seb Vettel. And I was just like, okay. This this is just great. Safety car. We're not going to let the cars unlap. This is not going to be fun. There's multiple teams who get on the radio and say, lapped cars are not going to be allowed to unlap themselves. Alonso gets on his radio. He starts laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Of course. Because, I mean, what kind of decision is that for Michael Massey to make when they always let the lapped cars unlap themselves? What is that? But, you know, what can you do? You can't really do anything about it. 
So on the same lap 56, Perez is, you know, he's on his new tires. He's following underneath. He's following his Delta behind the, uh, the safety car. And as he's coming around to start his 57th lap, his engineer immediately gets on the radio. Checo, we need to box. We need to uh, retire the car. Checo immediately goes on. Really? And it was, it was so weird. It was very subtle, very quick that thought it was really weird that as he got to the pit lane they immediately tell him it come come to find out he was having engine issues and he lost oil so they decided to save the car which completely understandable but it really tore my heart out not to see Checo finish p3 this is Checo's first season with Red Bull and Checo he started off very rough the first race had car problems on the first lap, had to start from the very back of the grid. And he's shown his amazing defense that he has. He's shown so much and proved that he earns, he earned this seat for next season. But after all, Checo did the best that he could this race. And he, if it wasn't for him, Max would have never got that advantage on him. So as pandemonium hits, Checo's retired. They've already said lapped cars cannot unlap themselves. Lap 57 starts, and out of nowhere, a little message pops up on the screen says lapped cars can unlap themselves. Immediate crisis mode happens. I'm like, wait, what? There's There's about to be one lap to go, and they just decide to change their mind like that? So immediately, Lando, Alonso, Ocon, Leclerc, and Vettel pass the safety car. At this point, I am screaming at the screen. Can't understand what the hell is going on. And then here comes Max right behind Hamilton underneath the safety car. The safety car ends on the last lap. And it goes completely crazy. The last few corners, Max is neck and neck right there with Hamilton, itching to go forward, just waiting for Hamilton to, to just step on the gas and go. There's literally, they are tire to tire on these last turns. After they pass the Marina Hotel, boom, Lewis floors it. They go, they pass down the finish lane. The crowd is erupting. And I've never seen the crowd go this crazy. The sea of orange of Dutch fans going crazy for Max. The Mercedes fans going crazy for Lewis. At this point, I am literally screaming out of excitement. Because no matter what, the FIA gave us one more lap. One more lap to see what these two drivers can prove. Equal on points. Fighting for the world championship. Max's first world championship Lewis's eighth possible eighth world championship so Lewis immediately gets about half a second gap they're racing they come on t on turn five here comes Max on the inside and I am clenching my butt cheeks screaming and in my head I'm like they are going to collide and this is how the race is going to end. And I did not want that to happen. 
Max did the craziest overtake on turn five. I am screaming, yelling, go Max, go Max, go Max. And I'm like, okay, there's one more opportunity where Lewis can overtake him. And that's on turn nine. And obviously there's no DRS. It's the last lap after a safety car. They would have to wait three more laps for DRS. Here comes turn nine. Lewis catches a slipstream, comes up side to side, nearly hit each other. They go tire to tire. I want to say centimeters away from each other. Max stays clean. And boom. He stays in the lead. At this point, I am screaming knowing he's going to win. But anything could happen. It is the last race. He stays ahead. He goes past the last few corners. On the last turn, Max loses a tiny bit of grip. But he manages to keep sending it. And there he goes. Passes the finish line to become the first Dutch world champion in Formula One. And immediately, as soon as he passes the line, who says, oh my God, Max, you did it. His teammate from 2020, Alex Albon. It was the sweetest thing ever. I'm literally screaming and have tears of joy seeing that Max won the race. It was an amazing race filled with a lot of controversy immediately after Mercedes protests. Not just one, but two things. First, they protested about the lapsed cars overtaking. Because Michael Massey had already said, lapped cars are not allowed to overtake. Second protest, Max overtook under the safety car. He never overtook. At that point, they were just reaching. For the race, I am on the F1 Discord. I am on BBC watching the main feed for Formula One. And I am biting my nails, scared, because as we've known with this past season, anything can happen. Penalties after the race is over, points deducted, anything could happen. If I dismiss both cases, as soon as I dismissed the second one, I screamed and I was like, okay, thank God. During lap 58, Toto was screaming on the radio, but honestly, hearing that stuff was hilarious. I nearly died. Him saying, no, Michael, no, no. So funny. Toto, I saw you, buddy. You're having a good time after the race. And it makes me happy that he texted Max saying, congratulations, you deserve the win. People disagree with how Michael Massey changed his mind of the overtaking with the unlapped cars. That they were, un they were allowed to unlap themselves. But they fail to realize that Michael Massey, as the racing director, has complete control to change his decision. Yes, it may not have been professional to do, but let's be honest. We did not want to see that race end underneath a safety car. This is racing. Let them race. And that's what they gave us, a race. So Max wins the race, and it's Max P1. Hamilton, Carlos Sainz, which Carlos Sainz has proven this whole season that he's the most one of the most consistent drivers. And he's done way better than his teammate. Leclerc this season, P4, Yuki Tsunoda, and I will go to the grave saying this, 
anybody that hated that Yuki got a seat with Alphatari this season, way to not show support towards Yuki. Yes, Yuki was very immature when the season started, cursing, complaining, but he proved himself. Finished P4 in the last race. Got very good points for Alphatari this season. Right behind him was Pierre Gasly, which Pierre has shown that he's very consecutive getting a P5 or a P6 <laughs> position this season. And congrats to Pierre. P6 is Valtteri. Very sad that Valtteri is leaving Mercedes, but at the same time, I'm happy that he's leaving that toxic team. But I'm sad because this could be the last time Valtteri had a chance winning a road title, being with an amazing top-level team. Next season, he goes to Alfa Romero. Anything could happen. We have a new car next season. We have new regulations. It could be a good season for Valtteri, and I'm excited to see what he does with Alfa Romero. Behind uh, Botas was Lando Norris. Lando had a very tough season. I feel for Lando. After Sochi, the race in Russia, it was... It would have been his first P1 finish, but started raining, didn't box for the wet tires, and he fell to the back. I feel so bad for him, and he's been on nothing but a bad luck streak. Behind him was Fernando Alonso. Fernando Alonso, he did amazing. Same with his teammate who finished ninth, Esteban. They have shown that Alpine is a very good mid-level team. They were fighting neck and neck. Esteban got his first podium this season. That was an amazing race by him, and he completely deserves it. Leclerc, this whole, towards the end of the season, he was having a lot of problems. He couldn't find pace, which was very alarming, knowing that Ferrari was lacking when they're pretty good, and this is their star driver. Carlos Sainz, who did better than Leclerc. Sebastian Vettel finished 11th. Him and Stroll have been struggling this whole season with that Ashton Martin. I'd like to see Sebastian Vettel get another chance at a world title, but was not performing very well this season. A lot of problems. Daniel Ricciardo finished 12th. Then, man, Daniel Ricciardo, he is, no matter what bad luck he had this season, he was always smiling. Favorite memory from the season was at the USGP where he wore the Texas Longhorns jersey and got to drive his idol Dale Earnhardt's NASCAR. That was an amazing thing to see. Behind him, Lance Stroll in 13th, Mick Schumacher in 14th. Mick, you're probably never going to listen to this, but man, buddy, I am proud of you. You're in the worst car in Formula One. Yes, it was a very tough season for you, but you proved that you deserve your seat in Formula One. And we know that you're making your father proud. And 15th was Sergio. Poor Sergio. Had an amazing race. Had an amazing season. It's crazy to think at the end of 2020, he was going to lose his seat with uh, Racing Point, who is now Ashton Martin. But Red Bull picked him up, and he's proven that he needs it. Yes, he struggled through the season. Yes, he hasn't performed in very well in certain races. But the fact that he was able to get into a Red Bull and many drivers have struggled. He has proven that he deserves his seat for next season. And I am very excited to see what he does next season. 16th was Latifi. 17th, Giovinazzi. He obviously retired his car. Behind him, George Russell. And 19th, Kimi Raikkonen. 
19th, which was the last, because 20th would have been Mazepin. He tested positive for COVID, so he didn't get to race his last race. And Mazepin also had a very tough season, along with Schumacher and the Haas. What an amazing season that we experienced. It could have ended anyway. Lewis could have been the eighth world champion. Max could have gotten second in the championship. But who knows what happens next season. This is Johnny with Beyond the Padlock. And thank you for listening.